Thank you for tuning in to the Plug Podcast. We are daytime for the nightlife. This is episode three, and we are featuring comedian AJ Lubecker. Over the course of this episode, we, you will hear some background noise, and we appreciate your tolerance. That being said, let's roll into the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to this episode of The Plug. This is Scott, the producer, and today we are fortunate enough to have A.J. Lubecker joining us today. Um, A.J., thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming out here. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, guys. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, the, you're, you've got a, a big event going on this week, and more importantly, even a, a larger life event coming up. Correct. Yeah. Tell us a little about that. Farewell show is this Friday. Uh, and then I'm moving to Los Angeles. Awesome. That's uh, exciting. Yep. Been so, in Chicago eight years doing stand-up. And now I'm leaving to do more, you know. Do more stand-up. Whatever. Keep it going. Yeah. yeah. That just it. reminds me of, we had Jeff Arcuri on the yeah. podcast. And he had a fabulous story about someone who he met who was from L.A. Uh-huh. And LA. he was from LA. <laughs> Every time I hear LA now, I just I have that it. ringing in my head. So, do you see yourself becoming one of those? I people? I don't think so. I think I try to call it Los Angeles as much as possible, yeah. um, just because it seems LA. <laughs> it seems like n- not enough people call it Los Angeles, which that's a great name of a city. Why would you shorten that? Yeah, I don't like. Why would you? The city of angels. Like people call Chicago shy or. Shy but city, I like Chirac, Shy Town. Chicago is a great has yeah. a great ring to it. Why ruin a good thing, you know, with an abbreviation? So one thing that we actually asked Jeff um, was why why stay in Chicago or why uh-huh. choose the Chicago for your workout period of it's, career? I I think it definitely it kind of depends on what you're doing. I think if Chicago is a good place if you are trying to do the road and. Um, because there's a ton of clubs in the Midwest that you can just drive to, and it's a yeah. thing you can do. That hasn't ever been uh, something I wanted to do. Yeah, I've always wanted to be more, uh, be able to get into acting and hosting other things and that type of stuff. So, well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chicago's great, and um, as you mentioned, there yeah. seems to always be something going on. Yeah, definitely. There's there's tons of opportunities here. Um, they're specific, different mm-hmm. though, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like to start off with a, um, a segment we call yep. Rapid Fire. Um, so just like initial instinct. Yep. All right, ready? Hot dogs or hamburgers? Hamburgers. Jazz or reggae? Jazz. Are you a night owl or an early bird? Night owl. Uh, lake house or beach condo? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> Grateful Dead or the Beatles? Uh, Grateful Dead. Nice. Whole milk or skim? It's whole, I guess. Oh, no, not a milk guy. Okay. <laughs> Escalator or stairs? Stairs. A sailboat or yacht? Yacht. All right. <laughs> You're in trouble. Do you call your mom or your dad? It depends on what kind of trouble mm. I'm in. Yeah, You're hey. in jail. Uh, dad. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Football or soccer? Football. Scuba diving vacation or tour of Rome? Rome. Cocaine or ketamine? Just kidding. 
Yeah. So, um, I guess one one thing that's that has what I've I've had to do a lot of research for different yeah. nonprofit organizations. Yeah. What's been a nonprofit that has come into your life and I um, so Open Books is okay the one I'm working with for this last show. Uh, third, I love their bookstores themselves. I was introduced. Yeah, I I was uh, introduced to them just by shopping for books and they have a great bookstore there used to be one off a, I forget I think the Chicago Brown Line stop and they've moved and kind of expanded a bit uh, but all every book you buy you're supporting their nonprofit which they uh, do different literacy uh, programs at different schools like kind of reading buddies and writing for uh, kids that don't get that opportunity type of thing Um, and they do a lot of book drives there's like a lot of crazy statistics that I think it's like 60% of kids at a lot of schools that they work with don't have any books in their home type of thing so they Mm -hmm. do these free book drives and give books let kids take home books and uh, it's just something that I is that believe in and is that why your farewell show is focused around books and that's yeah it? yeah so I'm gonna be buying all the books from Open Books and they've they're letting me buy books for two bucks a book and then I'm taking them back to the suburbs to give to the community around uh, Dundee Crown High School which is in Carpentersville and uh, a crazy diverse school that I went to and I'm thankful for going to. Um, but there are a lot of kids that are that I know didn't get that opportunity to buy books or have books. So uh, yeah, yeah, dude, that's legit. That's very like uh, considerate of you. I, I that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I'm. So you're not the devil, is what you're. I'm not the devil. <laughs> I'm not the devil at all. And very, I'm just yeah, trying to be low-key about it seemed like a nice and simple thing to do that could inspire someone that's huge yeah i think it's i think it's uh it's one of the things that's led you to the success that you've seen is because you've been so willing to attach a cause or some form of a charity to other productions that you've done as well yeah i i definitely do think that just being like we said earlier being a good person yeah. is helpful uh, <laughs> doing normally. well by doing good <laughs> yeah is it, normally people are more responsive if you're a good guy um but i try to be you know i yeah. i'll let whoever be the judge but um yeah so i think we want to drop in um a clip that clip it um from wgn um into the podcast and um you know bring that up a little bit because um so you were recently on wg wgn news yes i was up very early in the morning drinking beer on the news (laughs) (laughs) so uh that was a blast i uh, pat tomasulo has been a great friend and mentor type to me uh and is always very knowledgeable on just 
anything, you know, just a, a, he's a solid dude. Um, so I pitched him that idea. He was on board and then <laughs> I showed up wearing a beer pong suit. So, um, it turned out great. Thank you. Yeah, I had no idea how it was going to go, but yeah, I was pretty happy with the result. Do you notice that people loosen up around you a little bit? Um, it depends. Yeah. Uh, because I think sometimes some people get uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, but and then other people go the other, go way, the other way because yeah. we were watching that and i was like wait this was on the morning news yeah, yeah. like it was some some crazy stuff that you'd see on like like late night tv yeah, or something yeah it seemed more like a late night bit, but, yeah, yeah which was awesome to see something like that you know take on the mainstream yeah, and yeah. so like were your parents proud <laughs> oh, i'm sure they were just so excited to see me walk out and with cups taped to my body i'm sure they were just Tear rolling down their face. No, but I they were probably proud. They've been super supportive and they know that that's what I like to do. So uh, you'll be able to see it in the clip, but as soon as it was almost as soon as he came to dump the the yeah. big bucket of balls, you went into a trend you like detached <laughs> I'm in my sunken place until this is over spot and then it just you were getting up off the table. Yeah, what did yeah. you think and did you even realize that he was grabbing the blue cup and then put his mouth <laughs> in and rested it on the, the blue cup? cup is definitely when I lost it. Um <laughs> <laughs> and because it was Larry's and Pat and yeah Larry had mentioned the blue cup and I was processing it mm-hmm. and then I didn't realize until because I was sipping and then I pulled my cup down <laughs> to see Pat sipping the blue cup which uh, was taped directly above your genitals the genitals the, the, uh, that's the, the first time the, you said um, that on air midsection genital area um, <laughs> You can describe it how you want, but there was a cup there filled with beer that I'm—I'd th- imagine it's the best beer he's ever had in his life. <laughs> so I wonder how you go back to being like, and there's a severe car crash on two ninety four yeah. West. <laughs> yeah, the WGN is a great. I mean, Pat's a great stand-up. Have Have you seen him? He's performs all over the city. And really? Yeah, is a great stand-up. Um, yeah. I didn't know that. That's awesome. He, you can, he's probably up, I think, uh, four or five times a week doing sets that, uh, random kind of laugh factory zanies just depends. Um, but yeah, and he's a great comic and good dude. Uh, right. is that he, how you met him? It was through the yeah, comedy scene? Yeah. So I, I did a show with him, I think already a couple of years ago that he was actually hosting. I had a good set and then we kind of. Uh, became friends through that so yeah so would you say you're always you've always been funny um like were you the funny kid in high school and now let's start with elementary school well it was i was already doing Mm stand-up in high school so it became a weird like i wasn't class clown necessarily Mm -hmm. but everyone knew that i was Mm -hmm. like actually pursuing it doing stand-up and i had been getting articles because I was so young and in doing the bar shows and stuff in the city so it was kind of legitimized that I was a comedian and then kids were like I was voted that type of thing in the yearbook I Um, was voted worst driver so congrats (laughs) Uh, that's I guess something you can hang your hat on yeah (laughs) woohoo
<laughs> no, so you got voted funniest? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was called the class clown. It was yeah. like funniest. And yeah. It was me and whoever else. Uh, but yeah, I, I always like being funny. Um, my favorite thing, though, is like the beer pong thing that that's my favorite type of <laughs> i just think that's the dumbest thing like the physical <laughs> like kind, kind of. of physical but also i feel like the whole the idea of it saying hey it's a beer pong i i'll tape cups to my butt it's like not funny until you put it on <laughs> yeah. the news and then you're like taking up time <laughs> that it's like just i just <laughs> the idea of like a old woman in the suburbs that's her morning news watching that and being like why (laughs) (laughs) that's what makes me really happy yeah (laughs) Uh, which i like doing that on stage i do think my act i hope that (laughs) the best nights i'd say i'm 75 percent 25 percent that it's 75 are into it they're on board. Twenty five percent are confused and not really sure what's happening what's on happening, stage. Which is, and then that's the best percentage because then it's funnier for the people that can You know, oh, God bless. Uh, it's. It's trying to hold It's um easier. I think it's funnier than for anyone who's in on it. Then it becomes kind of a weird inside joke that's not really an inside joke you know um, yeah. which is my favorite yeah thing to do but some nights it ends up being i'm the only one in on it yeah. <laughs> which then it's you know it's still funny for me but <laughs> that's and everyone just has to deal with Every, it yeah it's kind of everyone and normally even those nights there's the roughest nights i normally can find a few people that are in on it but then they're kind of holding it in, yeah. Like because they don't want to look like a crazy person. That's how do you, how do you crack those people? Like, well, if there's only three of them, I don't mind. Yeah. I'll just I. It's normally they'll come up to me after the show and tell me that they really liked what I was doing and <laughs> and thought that it was funny that no one else was liking it. Um, <laughs> I just felt pressure weird, by my peers. Yeah, I'm not yeah. to engage. And, and that that has happened. <laughs> That is a very regular thing for me. And was the time that stuck out in your head as like the worst experience on stage ever? I I say I did a show at a um, retirement home or a nursing home. Saw that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that that was in the clip that I spliced together. That one was probably the worst. I had a mic. I went out and I was the only comedian on the show. And then the mic was... There was feedback. I needed to set down the mic. You're and then me they had no audio specialist there <laughs> working their sound there was system. No, no audio specialist. Um, and if they were there, they were from a different era. <laughs> they were from like just yelling loudly, I'd assume. But and that's what I had to do then. And then, but no one could hear me. Like they just couldn't hear anything uh, because they were ancient. So. Yeah. Uh, um, and then they weren't going right. to respond your material. Anyways, material. Uh, yeah. I was 16 years old. So um, mm-hmm. that time was pretty horrible. <laughs> or, it, But that time was just fun because I knew it was like there's nothing I could do. It wasn't do. like a judgment on yeah. you as a comic. Yeah. It, so it didn't hurt. It just was a pain to 
try and figure out like because i did try you know (laughs) and on uh, the flip side what is the best experience you've ever had on stage um i go to through i at the laugh factory the funked up anniversary i did a longer set like 45 or something that i did a lot of bits i'd say that are closer to the like wgn stunt i did some stunts and played music and uh that's my favorite thing to do uh i like when i have the opportunity to stretch and not uh if i'm just on a showcase i'm not gonna (laughs) be the beer suit guy because that just that would ruin a show if i played a game with the crowd Mm -hmm. and i i've done i've i've done i've been on shows where i've tried weirder things and they've worked but then the whole show the audience is in a different space type of thing Mm -hmm. um because it is i think stand-up shows are the best when it's like consistent consistent that people are able to get comfortable with that they know that so no one's jumping at them or anything if I were planning to ask you to do the beer, human beer pump yeah. bit at House of Blues next Tuesday, you'd be like, no, not, not in the middle I'd of the show. I'd probably say, yeah, no. I'd, <laughs> I'd say no. Um, yeah, and that's I funked up. I then started doing those bits at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only issue that I found with that was after a long show of stand-up, then I come out to do this weird kind of experiment yeah, with shots uh, and getting yeah. people engaged. Yeah. And, seeing, it, you know. and even at the beginning of Funked Up, I was doing different. I worked with like acapella groups and uh, break dancers. And then oh, wow. uh, I had a lot of stuff flying in like from the balcony. Like I tie stuff up in like the last factory. Mary Strings. <laughs> and then, like mainly just beers flying in. Gotcha. Like, that sort of thing. That's um, fun. And... But at the end of the show, then I'd go up, it's like, show's over, but not really, and then it, the audience wouldn't always be ready for it. Um, I That's another, that one, <laughs> I had this one bit, thinking of bad times on stage, I had this one bit that I was doing um, for Funked Up, so when it was monthly, I'd prepare these kind of more elaborate performances, and it was the December one. And I was going to do this Christmas song that I had written on a podcast, uh, just kind of improvised it. And I was doing it. The guy who was playing Santa Claus dropped out like a oh. couple days before. And I was like, I really want to do the nice. bit though. And then at the show, they, it was not one of the 75%, 25%. It, it was like one of the people aren't into it, but I was like, I'm going to do this bit. I've been rehearsing mm-hmm. like to do this rap song with this like rap and Santa, um, <laughs> and that time was just I, they were n- so confused as mm-hmm. to what because it was a big song and I was singing uh, <laughs> about the holiday season and people were not enjoying it at all. <laughs> And I and going and that was so terrible. Was going into it, I was like, "There's 250 people here, and I know they're not wanting this." Mm-hmm. But I've rehearsed, and I just got to complete and I it. Just got to do it. <laughs> just got to um, execute. Yeah, so, like reading the phone book on a Broadway stage. Yeah, exactly. Eight nights in a row. Exactly. 
Um, just so you can get your Tony nomination. Yeah, um, we watch a lot of Thirty Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The world's best entertainment. Yeah. Speaking of entertainment, where does AJ Lubecker go for entertainment? What do you like to watch? Or it, yeah, it depends. I I've had a I've had a some shows I'll get kind of hooked on and then just not. I it's very random. I I like Netflix though. I'd say cool. Netflix is where I go. I really like Stranger Things. Really? Um, nice. I really like the OA. Have you seen that? I that's, have not. That's one that I'm a very... Uh, tell everyone to watch it. Because it was uh, incredible. Um, that's another Netflix original series. And the I'd OA. say... I'd say I don't really watch that much comedy... Yeah. Like sitcom type shows. What about uh, like sports and stuff? Sports, I... Cubs... Blackhawks. Yeah. Um, I played the hockey growing up, and so hockey's always been a uh, big part. Nice. Uh, what what position do you play? I played center mainly or winger. That's awesome. Yeah. My um, cousin's uh, heavy into hockey, and yeah, he, we had we had come together to uh, make some instructional videos oh, on nice. how to. For those who didn't grow up in this yeah. hockey system, yeah. where, where they could get where advice from coaches yeah. and stuff, he wanted to. That's our ghost. Don't worry about it. He wanted to make a series of videos that could teach adults who wanted to get into yeah. it, like how to pick skates, how to sharpen yeah. them, how yeah. to string your skates, yeah, uh, and all the different stuff. But yeah, uh, that is definitely a thing. If people cool. don't know about the sharpening, yeah, whole sharpening thing. I've I've been with friends that have like. And like oh I got these old skates and they but, can't skate and it's made and it's like they round them out thinking that's gonna give them the edge partially <laughs> it's because they're terrible athletes and yeah. could never skate anyways but it doesn't help when it's just shoes on ice basically oh, yeah um, are you doing anything now that you didn't expect to be doing out uh, not related uh, to comedy yeah just as a uh, human on earth I'm a, I am I'd say I dabble in kind of the yoga meditation world. I'm uh, That's awesome. I'm into it. Uh, which gotcha. which it's there's kind of a whole new realm of comedians that that's a uh, thing. Gary Shanlin kind of started that uh, vibe, but uh, I know Pete Holmes is a big like meditation guy and Eric Andre and Really? Uh, yeah. I didn't uh, know which is unexpected. Yeah. Based but, on. Yep. Yeah, what he does. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he is a big. <laughs> He's probably to me like the craziest. Like, you don't even. Like, it's not safe. Like, yeah, you're not yeah. in a safe space when yeah. he has the mic. Like, it's yeah. gonna insult people and, like, he might insult you. Yeah. <laughs> his, uh, his, I just saw a recent video from him, his fuck art. Uh, I did too. Yeah. That was oh, yeah. Movie. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But, crazy. Yeah. We just watched this movie. It was called Pop Star. It was. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Have you seen it? Andy yeah. Samberg, so on the island. Yeah. And Chris Redd, who's like a buddy of mine, is uh, he plays uh, Hunter in that movie. Oh, okay. Uh, he, which is like kind of the villain. He's uh, like the, the guy that has beef with Andy. The new rapper. Oh. Sounds like. He's, gotcha. Yeah. That's yeah, so, kind of a big role. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, that was, was a, a big was film. A big, yeah, like Mariah uh, Carey, just yeah. making fun of herself. Yeah, Justin he, Timberlake. Yeah, <laughs> he, he got to meet some 
insane people on that set, you know. Uh, but yeah, he based that character I think off Tyler the Creator, and that yeah, makes Max sense. Kind That's of, funny. Um, but he's a, also an incredible stand-up. Um, he's That's a nice watch you got there. Oh yeah, thank not you. to get distracted. It's, but. Uh, I was super. digging that story. I know. But. I, well, I'm like a <laughs> dog. I saw something shiny and started barking. It's actually what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's held up well. It's a, Sweet. Yeah, nice watch. Yeah. Um, so we've been having this debate. Scott thinks that, okay, I'm an iPhone user and I'm like a diehard, like, I never want to go Android yeah. and I crack my screen and it's... So I'm like looking at my options and he's like, you are just like a product of their excellent marketing and like he thinks I'm like brainwashed by their like ads and billboards. Uh-huh. I feel, how do you feel? On that? I'm an Apple man. I am. I, <sighs> it's I, so I smooth. Just, uh, it's just like everything is where it should best, be. Yeah, experience with it. It's I guess a- I, I had an Android before <laughs> and that's it. He's I, looking at us like, like we've both been brainwashed. No, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh man, they've been drinking the water. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, well, I think yeah, I, I got um, to them. Rest the argument in what level of preferences you have you know if yeah, you're, what, if you're okay with things that yeah adapting like well i've had android phones just because i break my phones all the time yeah and so it's yep. it's easier to replace an android phone it, than it is an apple definitely. phone because yeah that's what i i yeah. like joke about that i have the six-year payment plan on it they're so <laughs> fucking expensive there it makes no sense that this i it's like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, eight hundred and sixty-nine. Like and then if you want, for the thirty shit. gigabyte um, one yeah. or thirty-two, and if you want the one twenty-eight one, because we were just at Best Buy this morning, and um, he, I was like, ooh, he's like, how big is that one? I'm like one twenty-eight, and he's like, that'll be another hundred, and I'm like, we, cool. Yeah, I, I like switched carriers and then got a pretty solid deal, but it, I mean, it still is. $600. Insane, yeah. I don't know, iPhone or die. Yeah. Uh, you get blue text. Like, there's but something I, but so... But I also just have had it forever. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like mm-hmm. it's still in good condition. Mm-hmm. I've had it for two years. and Damn. Uh, I think the me, average life expectancy for my droids is like, like six, six months. months six, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. but I'm telling you, it's like the blue text. There's this confirmation that you receive if you like are sending a number, uh, text to like a phone number like that you are entering for the first time, and you get that blue, yeah. like it's blue and it says delivered, and you're like, yeah. I just gotta say, you're treading on a very commonly used material for really? comics. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, that like, is... I've never. Well, excuse me. <laughs> what I can't <laughs> no, talk you, about the it. Blue it's text very, is definitely. It's a, very true. A pretty common. Really? Well, share now. it. Yeah. Like, what's the deal? What's so Here's funny the joke. about it? There's a difference between uh, Android users yeah. and Apple users. Yeah. yeah. If if you if your messages come in green, I don't fuck with you. I mean, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why it's being used. Yeah. It's like making a joke about Uber. Yeah, oh, we all get what? it because it's all relatable. But like, uh, <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, I'm just. I'm just so basic, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That, uh, that's like, I, I, so then fine what are like the most overused or like cliche things in the game right now yeah you'd be a good insight on that um i it, it's hard to say i i think the blue text that's a pretty common one i 
one that I see all the time and I see it over and over again is the uh, you say something um, and then you say you follow it with oh and if you're not laughing at that you're that like uh, the oh. and I think it was a I think actually it was like a Dane Cook bit originally like if you're not laughing at that you are that friend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about gotcha. whatever yeah. uh, which that's just a huh. very easy formula that uh-huh. you can basically use um on it's anything. A, yeah basically anything Which i kind of disagree with, with that like scott will put on um he'll, All right. no well fuck that <laughs> no no, no i disagree with, with the statement no no, no i disagree yeah. with the statement that if you're not laughing at that then you are that yeah um because yeah. when we drive uh, when we do drives yeah. he'll put on like pandora uh, like comedy on yeah, pandora yeah, yeah. and so we've been hearing a lot and the ones that relate and resonate most with me are like like neil brennan is it yeah, um yeah, he's like great. he's like talking about girls and how they like dress for the first 15 minutes uh-huh. of, or first two seconds of when they go somewhere first 30 seconds yeah, and yeah. uh he just like it, it points out a lot of things that are true for me and yeah. i'm like oh my god that is true i'm like cracking up because yeah, it's yeah. like pointing out something that i hadn't heard out loud yeah yeah and that's definitely like neil brennan did his latest special is a people have liked it a lot because he does the like stories one-liners and then more observational stuff i forget what it's split into but uh he kind of does it all which i i sometimes do observational stuff but not it's not doesn't really fit with Mm -hmm. uh what makes me happiest so yeah and what makes you happiest the more absurd stuff so that's <laughs> ah, it. that beer pong I, table yeah, on beer, your body beer, got beer, it <laughs> human beer pong table <laughs> is what makes me happiest um but yeah so just the type of i have done that where it's very more relatable but nowadays my um at least the set i do most often is not relatable at all <laughs> it is i am not trying to relate at all. it's just makes i don't know but it's a thing that as a comic then you get a lot of like oh you should use this for mm-hmm. and i'm just like i will n- never use that <laughs> and i will never i will never talk about you on stage yeah, because i i'm yeah. talking about um teeth and like not that you know <laughs> like very do you have a lot of comics that try to punch up your jokes or punch up no, not jokes. really. No. Okay. Uh, and I don't know if that, I think it might be in my experience with punching up, it's easier to punch up. Uh, and I, am I use, misusing that is punching up like making fun of someone above you. Oh, I know that that's a phrase, that's, but I meant like, is, no, yeah, your yeah, joke. yeah, no, no, you, okay. that's where I was going. Yeah. Uh, I, since I do a lot of one liners, I feel like, those are harder to punch because it's like you say it, then the joke's over. Where in some of my longer jokes, I have gotten things where comics have been like, you could add that tag in the middle of it, and uh, and then that has strengthened the joke. But um, well, I know we're also sensitive on time now. Yeah, already, yeah. Uh, past that point, so I, there's two yeah, more we, things I want to ask. I'm yeah, I'm good for a little bit. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. appreciate that. Um, and thanks for being here again. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, what are what are AJ Lubecker's don'ts for comedy? Don'ts. Um, I my thing is always I think uh, I think it's a I heard TJ Miller recently say it, and then it, and he was actually like quoting Bowie, I think 
about just more making once you started making art for yourself that's like when it's strongest always which i think is uh true if you're trying to write for not you it's not going to be genuine and uh i'd always say like write for yourself which i think is i don't know key it's key but then you also need to be able to not write for yourself but i think mm -hmm. you need to write for yourself first to have that skill to be able to write for uh talk show or gotcha. you know like writing for saying. a sitcom like, like like to be able to commercialize yeah. it and also have yeah. a segment where you can dedicate it for your your own passion yeah yeah which i think stand-up is yeah. a lot of the like writers for uh tv shows it's more personal their stand-up than obviously what they're writing for a monologue joke or whatever you know um for the tonight show or where their actual act is more personal um which I, and it's my i'm i don't really do any personal stuff so but it's still like i think that's how my brain works so i just have never i don't think about personal like sourcing your own experience or yeah i, I heard I a lot really... of people like really share a lot about their relationships yeah. and like really deep and intimate parts of that what do you think about that yeah and i i'm not i think if that's you like i and i imagine me saying like do something that's coming from mm -hmm. your heart mm -hmm. like people could be like well you that's coming from my heart yeah. you don't do that <laughs> since i'm just wearing like a beer pumps hey that, if it's what's it in does, your heart it's what's in your heart <laughs> i guess it it makes i i guess the overarching theme is that it's just kind of all uh everything's silly like to me just the world in general i think is it's just absurd that people come and see people talk in a microphone and people watch people on tv it's just all silly to me so I like the idea of kind of making fun of that, uh, yeah. but that was an awesome segment. And I think we got a tagline. Everything's silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. Cool. You got three more questions. Three more questions. Well, what's something that, that no one knows about AJ? Like that's what's behind the scenes here outside of the comedy scene. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, well, I'd go back to the, I think the, meditation world is that's something right. that's right did i already ask that question kinda, no. no but it, i think it was gotcha. an answer mm -hmm. for a different yeah. question but i think that's a one that if you watched my the things i do publicly you <laughs> wouldn't think like wow he's probably wow. really into sitting yeah. on the floor <laughs> a <laughs> huge <laughs> breathing guy um he's really <laughs> overcome that ego wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so i he can't imagine yeah the middle-aged moms in the suburbs were thinking like i was uh super woke <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> headier than thou <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so, cool um yeah i'd say that's awesome last thing um you want to put a, a quick plug for like what it is you're working on or like yeah i feel like I, we plugged that your last show a lot what about yeah. like your your like adventure <laughs> like what do you hope for yourself out out in la <laughs> in los angeles i think um i think it will or i i hope chicago is like 
my home, so I'd like everyone here to still follow me and you know like come visit I will be you. I yeah come visit me but I'll be back a lot and uh I'm not going anywhere like yeah just because it's, it's not that far away it's uh, true and when you're born in the midwest you just can't like you can't stay away you can't you gotta yeah. come back for Christmas yeah, I know, man I know. or Hanukkah <laughs> or yeah. the solstice I don't know what you're into he does meditate yeah, a do. lot <laughs> yeah I it, yeah I haven't rub that on my entire family but um, <laughs> they're more traditional traditional manner, so. uh, but yeah i'll be back you know so you're doing something um that is more courageous than most you're you're bringing your significant other with you yes that's yeah. exciting and i i wouldn't i don't know if that's courageous uh it's made things a lot easier you yeah. know i i feel on the relationship le- on the, well, on the relationship and just in general, like I wouldn't, if I was solo, it wouldn't probably be happening. Yeah. I wouldn't. Um, I'll say this. It's great to have a travel buddy. Yeah. No, yeah, no doubt. Um, but yeah, it's definitely made it a lot easier decision and more exciting and to just be going through it with someone else who's also trying to find new things. Just of like, course. you know. How'd you uh, meet Annie, by the way? We actually met, uh, she went to DePaul. Um, we met, I ran a show at the playground. That was like the first show I ran in the city. And I ran that for three years and kind of randomly flyering at DePaul. It was a college show. So uh, she started coming to C4 at the playground. And then um, we started uh, hanging out, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> and then, uh, and that was already over four years ago. So we've been walking along for a little bit yeah uh, have you started jewelry shopping or is that question just too bold <laughs> it's not too bold um but it's a it's more like a we're moving now you know yeah like god god <laughs> well, i mean as well, a com- i'm assuming the conversation no, has come up oh yeah it's yeah. come up and if you ask her she'll say the same thing that it's like well we're moving we want to be able to do it right. Do it right and have it on our like own terms to be able to have a wedding and not be like it's just coming money. out of a transition. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Uh, so um, that's in the future, but it's definitely happening. That's awesome. Heard it here first. Heard it yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I, I think we're good here. Yeah. I just want to say thanks again for yeah. making time for this. Thanks so much for having me, seriously. Of course. It's and been you've awesome. been, I want to thank you for everything you've done outside of this. Obviously, uh, you've been very open to working with me and, uh, and James as well at the House of Blues yeah. and everything that they're doing with Comedy of Chicago. So thank you guys. I mean, it's much appreciated. Everything you do is incredible. So wow. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. And that's everything, guys. Thanks for tuning in.